Every little action I do today is going to manifest into something else. And I'm a big believer of already believing that it's happened. Because when you really think that like, okay, this is my life. This has already happened. This is me. This is what I do. It just, it seems so real. So then you don't get that imposter syndrome when it eventually does happen. Hello, and welcome back to BMG Talk. I'm Alana, the host of this podcast. And on today's episode, we are joined with Gabrielle Rehovi who packed up her bags and moved to Montreal to become a PR rep for L'Oreal. So she tells us all about what it's like to change cities for work, what it's like to be away from your partner, how she navigates long-distance relationships. Which actor do you feel like would play you in a movie? Oh, what actor I would want to play me is Lily Collins. Um, (laughs) But honestly, probably, realistically, I feel like Yeah, actually, I'm going to go with Lily Collins. I'm going to go with Lily Collins. I love it. And what's your biggest pet peeve? Ooh, when people cough. When they cough? Like, uncontrollably. And they don't do any... Actually, okay, sorry. I I know this is supposed to be rapid fire. I'm going to delve a little deeper into it. When they cough uncontrollably and they do nothing about it. Like, if they go grab water or a cough lozenge, that's fine. But if they just keep coughing... um, that's my number one biggest pet peeve. COVID must have been tough. And how much time a day do you spend on Instagram? Oh, a lot because I also do it as part of my nine to five. So I would say, honestly, probably eight to 10 hours a day. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. spend a lot of time on my phone. <laughs> I get it. When it's part of your work too, it's like, yeah, it ends up being this whole thing. Like when I look at my screen time, I'm like, but it's because I'm working. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely not all spent personally. Okay, good to know. How much time do you think you spend personally? Uh, personally, for sure, at least an hour. For sure, for sure, an hour. Probably realistically more, two hours. Fair. Because you post quite often. Do you have like a schedule? No, honestly, I just try and take whatever content I can that day. And then honestly spend 10 to 15 minutes editing it each night and then um from there I just I just post it amazing so you always do it the next day yes exactly we love it taking your time (laughs) yeah and do you know how often you post I try and post every day however I've found that's not really realistic for me so I would say probably four to five times a week good for you I wish I could (laughs) yeah it's definitely challenging but uh that's the goal is to post every day but it definitely doesn't always work out that way and you have like a very aesthetically pleasing instagram how long have you how long have you taken instagram seriously i would say probably the past six months okay maybe even less than that i would say four months i've really tried harder but it hasn't really got to the point it is today. I feel like the last two to three months, it's really come into itself. <laughs> nice. And when did you move to Montreal? I moved officially September of this year, um, but I had moved previously for an internship for about four months back in 2021. During COVID? Yes, during COVID. There was still um, a curfew in Quebec. So it was very new to me because... We didn't have that at all in Alberta. So when I moved and there was a curfew and you had to be back at nine, it was very much a shock and something 
I wasn't used to, or it was definitely challenging to move during that time. I mean, none of us were used to it either. It was a huge <laughs> to us. Yeah, no, it was not a fun time. Not a fun time. Were you always home by nine? Um, yes. And honestly, I was lucky because there was only two or three weeks left of the curfew when I came. So it really wasn't that bad. But yeah, I was I was always back in my my little Airbnb at the time. So you were in Airbnb for like a month? Four months. Yeah. Four months. Yeah. It was a good little Airbnb right in the plateau. Honestly, I wouldn't change it for the world because I knew I wasn't going to be there for a super long period of time because it was just an internship. I had to go back to school in Alberta. So I wanted something like fully furnished, really centrally located. I was told the plateau was like the best place to be in the summer in Montreal. So chose a little Airbnb there with my boyfriend and that's where we spent four months. Nice. The plateau, that's where I live. So it really is the place to be, especially. And tell us about what you do and why you came to Montreal. So I work for L'Oreal Canada in PR and social media. And I was lucky enough that after my internship, um, I it kind of became extended, which was amazing and very incredible um, and actually very rare for L'Oreal. So I got to finish my degree in Alberta while going to the University of Alberta. And I was also working remotely part time for L'Oreal's designer brands in PR. And so that was an incredible experience to be able to finish my degree while be working remotely and working on all of these huge brands um, because COVID was very still much alive and much a thing. I know it kind of seems weird to think about it now because I feel like it's kind of a thing in the past and we're all like done and over with it and we never want to think about it again. But COVID was very much alive. So I got to still work remotely and I was um, finishing my degree. And then I got offered a full-time job, which required me to move to Montreal. Um, But I did already have some travel plans that (laughs) were postponed because of COVID. But L'Oreal was absolutely amazing. HR was amazing. And they said, we want you to have this experience post-grad of traveling. Tell us when you want to start. They're like, we can't guarantee what brand you'll be on, but we know um, you'll have a job with us. Like, we really want to keep you on. So I asked to start in September where a lot of my friends would still be going back to school. Um, Whereas I was like ready to start working after having my little few months of traveling Europe that I didn't get to do in COVID. So then I officially moved, got my apartment with my amazing roommate who also works for L'Oreal in September. So we became like little buddies and roommates. And yeah, that's kind of when I moved. You met your roommate through L'Oreal? Uh, Yes, I actually met her through our internship, which again, I strongly advise anyone who has the opportunity to do an internship, take it. It's the absolute best thing you could ever do because I met so many amazing people. You really get a sense for the company culture, if it's a good fit for you. Obviously, L'Oreal was an amazing fit for me. Again, I met so many incredible people during my time as an intern. And honestly, she was in a completely different division than me. Um, And so we really didn't talk that much. It was just at kind of like our intern get togethers and kind of we connected on the side a little bit through coffee chats. Again, it was a lot of it was virtual at the time because COVID was very much still alive. But we were kind of talking like, oh, you know what, if we because she's not 
from Montreal either. She's from Toronto. Um, we're like, oh, like, it would be so cool if we were like just dreaming, if we were ever offered a full-time job, would you want to live together? And again, I only met this girl like three or four times, but I'm like, yeah, a hundred percent, like let's do it. And then we ended up both being offered full-time jobs. So um, yeah, the rest is, the rest is history. That's so nice. Do you, hearing this, I'm like, I think manifestation is real. You guys like putting it out into the universe. Do you believe in manifestation? Oh, 100%. I feel like it's so funny you say that because my roommate and I are like are the best, not the best, sorry, the biggest um, manifestors that there is. We actually made vision boards together um, over the holidays and we took them very seriously. They were about three weeks to curate. And it was actually my roommate's idea. She's like, let's make them on Canva. We'll go to Pinterest. We'll get all our vision boards. And it was her idea to actually get them printed at Staples on big professional poster sized um pieces of paper we did like glossy we went all out we felt very bougie because I've never taken a vision board that seriously and we actually got them framed and placed them right above our tv in our apartment so you could see them literally every day as soon as we both get out of our rooms it's the first thing we see our vision boards are there and honestly I think it's just such a great reminder to kind of think like, okay, this is what I'm striving towards each day. Every little action I do today is going to manifest into something else. And I'm a big believer of already believing that it's happened. Because when you really think that like, okay, this is my life, this is already happened. This is me. This is what I do. It just, it seems so real. So then you don't get that imposter syndrome when it eventually does happen. Manifestation was definitely a big part of the reason I got my internship with Boreal because I kind of just told myself like there's no other option like I just I thought I I kind of already had it and I know some people might say that's like a a bad mindset because you should always like feel like you're at the bottom even when you're at the top but I truly believe when you just live in the moment and you try and pretend and live the life that you you want to live it'll just it'll come to you naturally a hundred percent. And once someone told me, instead of like, fake it till you make it, believe it till you make it. And it's such. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, I love that. Instead of like, you don't have to fake it. It's like, if you believe it can happen, it will. Totally. No, I could not agree more. And so what's on the vision board? So I have a lot of quotes that I like to live by daily. I have a lot of pictures, honestly, that just inspire me. Um, there's a lot of very, very, I'd say metaphorical things I, I want to accomplish on there. So there's, um, a lot of things that I want to get done on a day-to-day basis. So I have a lot of photos of, you know, working out, making that, um, a part of my, my everyday, but then a lot of maybe brands I want to, want to eventually work with or work for, or maybe, um, for example, career-wise, I have some of the magazines like I want to work with in like a PR role and kind of see my brands up there or whatever um, coverage I would only dream of getting one day from from a career perspective with with my brand that I'm on now. Um, So that's some of the things that are on there. So like big magazine outlets, big um, travel, travel things like cities I want to go to cities I dream of going to some I've already been to some I've never been to. Honestly, um, a 
a lot of it is very career focused. But again, I have some pictures of like places I want to go with my partner, like some couples. And so I think I think that's really important to have on there as well. Um, stuff that you want to do for your career, but also in your personal life. And then also just for your mental well-being. Yes, you're inspiring me. I'm like, I need to create a vision for it. <laughs> yes, it's the best thing you can do. Especially having it up in your apartment where you just see it every day. Yes, it's massive. It's poster sized. And we have our two matching ones in our matching frames right beside each other. Sounds like you really got blessed with like a roommate who's exactly like you. Oh, she's incredible. I could not have asked for a better roommate. And this is the first roommate I've ever had. This is my first time like officially moving out, paying rent every month consistently, not just having an Airbnb. Um, And I have heard horror stories from other people, but I have got so lucky with her. Same. I have, my roommates have all been like close friends or like friends of friends. And I've been so blessed, truly. Yeah. No, I'm very, very lucky to have her. And can you tell us about what exactly you do with PR? Like the company? Yeah. So I'm on the, the fancy word is integrated communications team, but essentially it is just uh, PR. And so I help with all of our influencer outreach, all of our mailers. I help plan our events with another PR agency we work really closely with. Um, I help create the mailing list. I don't do actually any of like the physical work of sending up the box, but I help create it. I help design the box if that's something we do. Um, we're doing for that one. If we want to make it very specific and very um, specific to that launch, I help with the strategy behind, um, you know, who are we going to send it to? What's the box going to look like? Is there going to be a card? What influencers are we going to target? Are we going to target media? Um, that's a really big part of my job. But then the other big part of my job is planning our social strategy, which I know something BMG is experts at. Um, so I I'm in charge of planning the content calendar and then I get it approved with my manager. Um, What's really great about the brand I'm on is that we have freestanding stores. So it's super fun because I actually get to work closely with the store teams, um, which is something very rare in the beauty industry. So I work for Kiehl's, I guess I should should say that first. Um, It's very special that you actually have a storefront whereas a lot of brands are only at Sephora and like Hudson's Bay and you know Nordstrom or Walt Renfrew whereas we get all of those amazing retailers but we also have our own stores so that gives us a lot of flexibility for our stores to do super fun events that they might not be able to do with another retailer um just because there's so many different brands there and it's you there's a lot more planning and logistics involved, whereas they kind of get free creative reign to do whatever they want. So if they're hosting an in-store event, I can work directly with them and say, okay, like how can we promote this on social? Or like, how can we really amplify your event from like a national level? And a lot of the stores throughout Canada are now starting to kind of work together more and say, hey, like instead of just this one store doing like a cocktail after hours or whatever for our customers, what if we got four or five stores to do it? So that's been super fun is kind of making it more centered towards our stores in the Canadian market. And even just this past weekend to celebrate Earth Month, uh, we decided internally that 
one of the ways we were going to activate our stores to celebrate, you know, our sustainability initiative um, initiatives, which is super something super integral to the brand, um, is we have a recycling program at Kiehl's. So basically, if you bring in five empties, you can get sixteen dollars off your purchase later. Um, once you bring brought back your five Kiehl's empties, um, but we actually had all of our empties cleaned, like all of our little jars. And if you spent a certain amount of money, you would actually get to plant a succulent and take it home with you and put it in that jar. So it was a huge upcycling event all across Canada. All of our stores uh, were doing it. And so I was in charge of like the social media strategy behind that and planning the Instagram stories. I went in store the day of when the planting was taking place. And it was honestly just amazing to see everything come to life. So basically anything social, I work super closely with my manager to plan and approve and make sure everything's good to go. And we're also working super closely with the marketing team to make sure, A, like are the products we're promoting, do we have them in stock? Um, Is this something we want to push? Is this aligned with marketing goals for the weeks or the months ahead? Um, So it's a very integrated role. Um, I work with the marketing team, like I said, and e-com team super closely to make sure we're all together, we're all aligned. Um, But yeah, that's basically it in a nutshell. Anything PR, anything social media is kind of my realm. I love that. And I love how excited you are about this initiative. It's funny because I'm just talking to my roommate about how Sephora should start doing that, like where you can bring back empties. They are. They are? Yeah, we just got the news um, on LinkedIn. Someone sent it in our group chat. It was all over LinkedIn the other day, but now they're saying any brand can come back to Sephora. You can bring it back and they'll recycle it for you properly. Manifestation. Exactly. Exactly. Super new. It's like hot off the press. Um, because again, we're super proud of our, our recycling program. And we always said internally, like it would be amazing if Sephora, which is such a huge scale could do something like that too. But yeah, Sephora, I don't know when, but it should be rolling out across some stores in the U S and Canada. That is so exciting. Cause it's like, I don't know the details. I, I just saw it on LinkedIn. So maybe fact check me first, but, uh, mm-hmm. that is what I saw on LinkedIn. But that's exciting. It's really like we if we're shopping at these stores, like we should be able to bring stuff back and like do our part. Exactly. No, it's, it's something super important to our brand. And I know just L'Oreal as a whole, we're always trying to rethink the way we do things and how we can be better to our earth because it, it is a very difficult time to, with all the packaging that's coming out and all the influencer signs we have to do. So we're always trying to see is how is the very, very best way we can do this. And I'm actually super excited because part of um, my strategy for Earth Month was I actually found a reusable mailer. I'm not sure if you're aware of the influencer Helen Owen. I don't. She's from the US, so she's not Canadian, but I love her content. I have followed her for years. And she posted about this um, reusable shipping box she received. And she said, like, I get so many packages, but the company's name is Books. And essentially, it's a box that can be reused up to 12 times. So it comes um, with a QR code. And when you scan the QR code after you received it, you can bring it to your nearest drop-off location. It's sent back to Books. They clean it. And then it's put back um, for 
use again. So you can reuse it over 12 times, which is absolutely incredible. And then even when those 12 times are done or however long it stands the test of time, it's fully 100% recyclable. So after that, even when it's had its life as being reused, it can be recycled in the end. So that's something I'm super proud to bring to the brand. And Heels was actually the first brand ever in Canada for it to launch with. Amazing. That's so exciting. Yeah. So that's something I'm super proud of that we've um, been working towards for a long time now to bring it into fruition. So it's an amazing company to work with. That is so exciting. I am just like such a fan of any recycling like initiatives. I'm like, I see it happen it's in malls. It's like there's the garbage and the recycling, but they all get thrown out into the garbage and like it breaks my heart. Yeah. So we have, yeah. Sorry to talk. We have actually a very cool initiative that just came into our office where it's literally like an AI robot in our cafeteria that's like a camera over the garbage. And so we have like our compost, then our recycling papers and then actual trash and essentially if you hold up um your like cardboard plate or your cup or whatever um it will tell you exactly like a little arrow will move on a tv screen exactly which container you need to put it in so it makes it super easy and seamless for you to know exactly where your waste needs to go and make sure we're recycling absolutely everything we can and make sure we're throwing what needs to go in the trash in the trash. And so that's been really cool to see come to life. Even just the fact that you guys have compost is so nice. Like, yeah. No, it's really cool. Yeah. I finally, a few months ago, started convincing my mom to compost. And it's one of my proudest achievements. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. And So can you talk to us about what it was like changing cities? So I was very, very lucky. In the sense that my family, my friends, my, my partner were so supportive of me moving for this job because they knew it's an incredible opportunity. It's an incredible company to work for. So that support system, honestly, was such a major help. And honestly, L'Oreal as a whole, too, was so supportive because, as I said, when I was originally offered the full-time job, I didn't feel quite mentally ready to move across the country. Like I said, I'm from Alberta and I moved to Quebec uh, for this job. And not that I I phrased it as that way, that I wasn't like ready, but I, I knew in my heart I wasn't ready to move. And I think they recognize that and they know how important it is, you know, to have that travel experience after school if you wanted to have that like real world, real life experience before you kind of dive into the workforce for the rest of your life. <laughs> so having that company support and support of my friends, family, my partner, who are like absolutely the most important people in the world to me, made the transition for me actually very easy. Um, it was definitely a big change because this, again, this was like the first time I was truly living on my own, even though I had a roommate, you're now like responsible for like your dishes and like changing the toilet paper rolls and things you don't really think of when you live with your parents um, or even like your boyfriend when we've lived together for four months kind of in the past. Um, so that was definitely a big change. And again, just like walking to work every day, getting myself places like it was a very adult adult move and I'm only 23 so this was a very 
adult thing for me to do. And I, this is the first time I truly felt like an old, an adult, but of course I'm not saying it wasn't easy because obviously I miss my friends every day. I miss my parents every day. I miss my dog every day. I miss my partner every day. But all that's to say is they've been super supportive, which has made the transition easier. I don't know if that was quite the answer you were looking for, but if you have any specific questions, I can definitely try and answer them. Well, I mean, it's nice to hear that it was so easy for you because usually I feel like people have a hard time when they move. Do you ever, did you have a hard time making friends? Um, honestly, I was very lucky too that I had already done my internship here. And so I had a lot of close-knit friends already from work. And like I said, I worked remotely. Um, and honestly, my roommate quickly became like my built-in best friend here, which I'm super fortunate for. And she actually moved in to Montreal January, whereas I moved in September. So she had already been there for six months and had already made some friends in the city. Um, so she introduced me to them. She brought um, me into her circle. She introduced me to everyone on her team at L'Oreal who I hadn't ever met before. Um, and then we love having people over. We have a really nice social lounge on our on our roof. So honestly, through just through work itself, I've been able to make a lot of friends. And then the friends she had already established, um, I I just kind of became friends with as well. And so it's super nice because now we don't even say she doesn't even say, oh, like, hey, can I bring my friend over? Which of course the answer is always yes. But it's oh like can we invite Monica over? Like, I think it'd be awesome for her to come over this Friday and we can just all have some wine, some charcuterie up on the roof. And it's always a no-brainer. Yes, we love having our little sink of saps, which is something super fun for us in, in Montreal. But yeah, honestly, I'm so lucky that my team and the people I work with, it's it's honestly more like a friendship rather than, of course, your colleagues and your professional, but I, I honestly view them the more as my friends rather than my colleagues. That is so nice. You really, truly are lucky. Yes, I'm very, very lucky. Have you met anyone that doesn't work for Loria? Yes. And again, those are uh, friends who I've met through my roommate, Jay. So a lot of them are in more of the finance world, the stuff that I'm very not good at, but they are amazing at. And then I have some friends who I met through L'Oreal on my internship, but they decided to go into like consulting or again, more of the finance world. And so they honestly pretty much all work downtown really close to me, um, but they're in different industries now doing something a little bit different. So they don't work for L'Oreal, but I met them through L'Oreal, which is super fun. Sounds like it's really the place to work. <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. And what's your favorite part? about Montreal? About Montreal, honestly, the culture is incredible. I have always loved Europe since I first went there when I was, I want to say 12 or 13 was my first time there. Um, but again, I feel like going straight into Paris or even London is kind of a big culture shock if you're born and raised in Canada um, and have only really traveled to like the US before. Um, so I feel like Montreal is that perfect piece of European living while still feeling like you're in Canada? Like I can go to Old Port and feel like I'm transported um, to a street of, on in Paris, but then I can also go to the Eaton Center and feel like I'm back home um, in Toronto or like in Edmonton or wherever I am. So I feel like it's the best balance of both worlds. And I love the old buildings and the history and the architecture. 
where I can still get that very North American feel when I when I want it. And still, even so, the, the living spaces are still bigger than in Europe, for sure. They're not as small, but they're still tinier than they would be in like Alberta. So it's a very, very nice balance of like European culture with, mixed with um, the very North American where, way of life, which I absolutely love. Yeah, I feel like that's always how people describe Montreal. And it's such like the European feel is why I like I adore Montreal because it's like it is Canada, but you get that European feel and like the just like let's say felt like very like calm. Exactly. The Montrealers I found have a very unique way of life in the sense that it's very, very work hard, play hard. Like the people I work with are the most hardest working people I've ever met with in in my life and never worked with in my life. Everyone is so passionate, so driven here. But at the same time, they're very like, okay, we need to celebrate for all of our hard work. So once we're all um, done what we've needed to do for the day, it's sink a set time. We're going to a terrace, we're going to a patio, we're having our Aperol spritz. And so that's, I think, very important to have too. And something I never really experienced anywhere else before. Like it was more kind of like you work, 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 work. And then like, you just kind of go chill and watch Netflix. Whereas this is like, okay, let's work super hard, but then let's, let's know when to stop and let's know when to have a good time. Yeah. It's really, it's such a blessing of like being able to differentiate that, like the work-life balance. It's like, there's definitely some people that probably have a hard time with it. But it's so nice when you figure it out that it's like, I can work really hard and then celebrate. Exactly. It's very nice to be surrounded like pe with people like that. Yeah. What was the hardest part about moving? Definitely leaving behind my dog, my parents, my partner, and my friends for a much longer period of time than I've ever been used to. It's definitely, it's definitely hard. And I'm honestly still working on it to this day. Um, and I'm still by no means good at it, but to just keep that connection. Cause now you have to really, like, I literally have to put in my schedule. Okay. FaceTime my mom, FaceTime my dad, FaceTime them both together, like <laughs> FaceTime my boyfriend. And it's super hard too, because we all have such different schedules now. Like my boyfriend, um, he actually just finished his last exam yesterday for law school, but he was still in school. Um, well, I was starting work. So now instead of carpooling to university every day together, we were on completely different schedules. It's a two hour time difference, which doesn't seem like a lot. Like I have a lot of friends here at work whose families are like literally in Europe. Like a lot of people are straight from Europe. And so there's like eight to 10 hours between them. So my two hours looks like nothing. But even I know with two hours, it's extremely difficult. Um, because again, like when I get up at 7 a.m., it's 5 a.m. there. So I can't, even my good morning text, like there's no way I'm getting a good morning text until at least 9 a.m. when I'm in the office, already started my work and I've already been here for a while. So that's been super strange just to not like even wake up with a good morning text or like talking to my mom or my parents. Um, but once you get into the routine of like, making the effort and again it's it's very tough too and it's something I struggle with uh now sometimes I I know I just have to call my boyfriend without even making plans to which is something we never did in the past we were always like just super big 
texters. And then we were very big FaceTime schedulers. And now we're like, I'm kind of starting to realize something always comes up when we try and schedule a FaceTime. And so it's better that if I'm free, I'm just going to try and call him. And if he doesn't respond or pick up, I know he's in class. I never take offense. Same with me, how he never takes offense when he calls me. But even just getting those like little snippets in the day, even if it's five to 10 minutes to really make the effort to call someone and see them face to face, I think is incredible. And also something one of my best friends and I also prioritize is we would go on, we call them our hot girl walks almost every day back um, when I lived in Edmonton. And we try and prioritize to do it at least once a week where we'll literally FaceTime and we will just walk in our own neighborhoods for an hour on a Saturday or a Sunday. And that's been super nice to just catch up during our week. Cause again, she's in law school too, off doing amazing things. And so with our schedules during the week, it's super, super difficult to be able to FaceTime and like carve out that time. So usually it's just little texts throughout the week. And then the weekend is when obviously I don't work on the weekends. She doesn't have class on the weekend. So that's really our time to connect, catch up. It usually takes us about an hour, an hour and a half, but that's been super nice. And you get your steps in for the day. So it's perfect. And you get your steps in. I literally, one of my best friends lives in Greece and we do the same thing. Oh, amazing. And it's point proven. She was like, oh, like how to see who your real friends are is like who calls you while you live in a different country. And it's like, you have to make that time. Oh, a hundred percent. I, you, that's another thing too, is you really start to notice kind of like who will always be there for you and who's always in your back corner to support you no matter where in the world you are and who maybe like you obviously always support them and you still talk to them and they're still like in your back corner and they're cheering you on, but you're just maybe on different paths now. And that's, that's just a part of life. And that's totally, that's totally fine. That is as you are learning, becoming an adult. Yes, totally. Year after year, it keeps like you really, I've always had such a big circle and I'm like, I keep, it keeps getting smaller and smaller, but I'm like, I like that. And I'm like, yeah, no, definitely. It's a different mindset shift for sure. But I find this, it's definitely quality over quantity. And just literally the fact that we have FaceTime is so nice. Yes. Being able to see someone's face is such a blessing. Oh, it is. And my 94-year-old grandma like discovered how to use FaceTime by accident. And so now I get to FaceTime her and it's the most incredible thing in the world. She is so good with technology for her age. All that. I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> Final question. How is your French? How is like the French? Oh, uh, it's awful. I'm trying to get better. I can kind of order an iced oat milk matcha latte with vanilla. Um, but honestly, not good. Um, it's quite funny. It's a joke in in the office that finally I, I said to, because um, everyone's bilingual, which I think is really cool and something I did not know about Montreal before moving for my internship is it's incredible. Everyone speaks such fluent French and such fluent English. I've honestly... I can honestly say I haven't met anyone who like just spoke French um, who lives in Montreal. So I feel like I haven't really had the need to learn, but I am on the waiting list for French classes. So it's coming because I'd really love to learn. But it's so funny because people ask me all 
in the office asking me like, oh, like how's the French coming along? I'm like, okay, guys, like I realized I was pronouncing we wrong. They're like, you mean yes? And I'm like, we, like they say it wrong. And they're like, no, like we, like that's, that's how it is. You're saying it fine. And I'm like, no, like everyone says way, like they pronounce it way, like way, way. And they're like, oh, they're like, yeah, that's like saying yeah, instead of yes. And so they're like, you know, in English, like there's certain circumstances where you'd be like, oh yes, for sure. Mm. But there's other circumstances where you would say, yeah, like you would never think of saying yes. So I'm kind of like picking up more on that lingo, like the little, um, little like Quebec one phrases. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think it's those things that I've, I've picked up on, but it'll get there for sure. My advice is make a French friend who speaks to you in French. Oh yeah. I, I have friends like that, but then finally they're just like, okay, it's, it's easier to speak in English. Fair. I'm like, I have friends that they speak to me the whole day in French and I just respond in English. I'm like, that only exists here, which is so fun. <laughs> but thank you for taking thank the time. Thank you so much for having me. I feel, I feel very honored. Thank you to everyone for tuning in and Gabrielle for taking the time to speak to us. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of BMG Talk. In the meantime, feel free to follow us on Instagram at Brands Media Group. Until next time, 